0: Hello everybody. Happy Friday. I'm popping on real I always say real quickly and it never turns out to be that quick. But this is likely depending on how it goes also going to be a podcast episode. So, but today I want to talk to you guys about hustle the hustle, the grind, the working harder, working longer, putting in more hours, getting more stuff done. You know, this do, 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 do world and society and culture that we all live in. We live in it. Our bosses talk about it. Our friends talk about it. Our spouses talk about it. We just need to work a little bit more. We need to work a little bit harder. Um, I was in the middle of listening to this video um, from Marie Forleo all about money and investing money and saving money. And, um, Oh crap, where was I going with this? But anyway, I interrupted the video. I stopped the video because I wanted to get on here um, before I had to go pick the kids up. But basically it's just talking about, you know, working harder, working longer, working more hours, whatever that means that this, this lifestyle or this culture that we're in of do, 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 is that really how we get to success? Whether that's your own business or your work or just life in general, success, you know, running the gamut of what that means for you. But the hustle, the grind, the working harder, working longer, why it really truly doesn't lead you um, to success. It really doesn't. It's the pulling back and the slowing down and the taking a breath. I mean, God forbid we stop and take a breath for a minute. Like what... We wouldn't even know what to do with ourselves if we did that, but it's in those moments of the slowing down and the taking those moments where the success comes in. And I want to tell you how this week went for me and how I actually slowed down a ton on Monday and Tuesday and how the momentum picked up for Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And again, I'm an entrepreneur. I work from home, but I think this is applicable to anybody in any realm of life, whatever it is. And I think as much as this applies to business and life and work, it also applies to health and fitness because I believe our health and fitness industry and a lot of what we hear is get up and go, get up and go and work as hard as you can. And sometimes that's just not going to get you. It may get you the physical results, but are they going to be lasting and lifelong results? And that's what I want to talk about today. Let me start by saying that, um, when we think about life, there was this quote the other day, I was, or the other day, a few weeks ago, I was watching this training by uh, Catherine zinkina who is the manifestation babe. So she talks a lot about law of attraction and manifestation, very woo-woo, very like right up my alley. But she had this, she said this line in her training and it said, life is more about who I'm being and less of what I'm doing. So think about that. Life is more about who you're being and less about what you're doing. And the being, um, you know, is what we talk about just who you are, what you, who you're being, who you are in your life and not what you're doing. And if you want to think about doing, doing is writing up that task list and checking things off. Now, I love a good check off of a task list as much as anybody. I love crossing things off. But at the same time, that's not what life is all about. It's more about the being of the energy of the calm of what, how do you want to feel in your life? And, um, you know, Erin Miller talks about uh, your core desired feelings and how do you want to feel And my core desired feelings? How do I want to feel? This is how I, I try to operate my daily life is I want to feel happy and open and peaceful and calm. Those are the beings and I can be those things when I'm doing things. So this is a very big concept. So hopefully I'm kind of getting the point across to you guys, but if I'm not, just ask me a question and let me know and I'll help to clarify or break things down for you. But but the being is who you are. The being is the person that you are, the feelings, the emotions that you are, and then knowing how you want to feel. And that's how you want to feel is where we want to strive to go. And the doing is the tasks, is the work. And I look at this in the context of the work that you do. So, when we think about the work we do or your job or your career, or whatever it is, that's what I'm talking about when I say work. Work is your job, is your career, is your business, whatever that means for you. It's not so much. So I was someone who grew up not really knowing what I wanted to do with my life. I wasn't someone who was like, yes, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I want to do. So when I decided that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, that I wanted to leave work and do something for myself, it wasn't, my focus wasn't on I was doing. And that's where my focus started was what in the world am I going to do? What was my business going to look like? How was I going to be a consultant? What did I want it to look like? Who did I want to help? What did I, what did I want to do? But in reality, the decision to leave work came from who I wanted to be. It was who did I want to be? And then from the being, I would figure out the doing. So when I left work, I had no intentions of um, starting a podcast, no intentions of having this group, no intentions of having my, you know, working mom mastermind. No, none of that stuff was my initial intention. I just wanted to find a way to be home with my kids in the summer, to have more time flexibility and to have more... Um, Financial freedom to have control and to have more creativity. I need creativity. I need autonomy in the work that I do. I, it's very difficult for me to have somebody telling me what to do. I'm a creative person. I need some. I need an outlet for that. And when someone's telling me what to do and I have to work within a box, it doesn't go well. So again, it is it was the doing the being a nonprofit consultant and then starting the podcast and then starting the mastermind all initially came from the being who did I want to be, how did I want to feel, how did I want my day to look? And this is where it comes into the the hustle and we we focus so much on the doing, on the being at work for 8 hours every day or 9 hours every day or making sure that your phone is on at night so that you can answer emails or checking in on your schedule on a Sunday night to see what is going on and what you're doing. All of those pieces fall into the doing, the doing part of our lives and we focus so much on that that we forget about who we actually want to be. And we focus on the hustle and the do more and the get more done. And we do this with work. We do this with life. We do this with our kids. We push our kids to constantly be doing, 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 doing but we don't give them time to rest and to sit back and to play and to use their imagination. We don't, we don't allow the pullback because we want to keep them so busy. And I'm guilty of this as well. My kids are super busy. It's t-ball season and we're doing Kung Fu. We are out four nights a week and once on the weekend for some sort of activity. And but again, I'm also making sure that I'm taking that time and the time in between, you know, coming home from school and having that time of saying, this is your time to kind of do whatever you want to do and knowing that school's almost over as well. But we focus, you know, this isn't our daily lives is the do, do, do. This is a season we're in for the next few months and, and focusing on that, that hustle and that push and that go and how that can be, it can be hard on us. And that, that hustle and that push is what leads to exhaustion and burnout and being tired, and frustrated, and angry, and all those emotions, who wants to feel those emotions? We all feel them, I felt them, I remember feeling them last year, and just them feeling super heavy, and being sick, and not wanting to get up and exercise, and not running, wanting to take care of myself because I was just so tired and frustrated, and it was because I was focusing on the doing, and the hustling, and the trying to get it done, and it wasn't until I took the step back and said, wait, pause, hold on. What do I really want out of life? And kind of being backed into that corner of now I need to make a decision. So think about this. What did you grow up seeing? How did you, what did your parents do? How did they work? How did they act? What was their belief system around hustle and work and getting things done for me? So let me tell you a little bit. So for me, it was, um, was work equals a paycheck. Work equals success. Work equals this. Work wasn't work to fulfill you as a person, as a human being. Work was to get a paycheck so that I could provide for my family. And then my family can do all of these things. So for us, for me as a kid, I don't want to speak for my brother, but for me as a kid, I heard a lot of especially from my mom. So my mom stayed home with us when we were little. She worked part-time and then she eventually went back uh, to full-time work, but she was home with us a lot of the time. But what I heard from her when she returned back to work was, and I went to private school, I went to Catholic school, was I work so that you can go to school. And that's what it was. So work for her wasn't work to fulfill her as a human being. And now that she's retired, I can work never fulfilled her as a person. It never fulfilled her being. It never fulfilled what she wanted to do, but it it fulfilled her purpose to send her kids to private school. That's where it served the purpose. And I believe we're in a world now where let's think about, let's let's take a step back and say work doesn't necessarily need, mean to be about the paycheck and then the hustle and the movement. And it's not to say that that was a bad way of living life. That was what they knew at that time and that's what served them was I want to send my kids to private school. That means I need to work and get a paycheck so that I can send them there. In the world that we live in now in 2019, there are so many ways to make an income, so many ways to, to do a side income, so many ways to, to really fulfill work, so many ways to go back to school or take new classes or get a certification in a different career so that your work isn't just a paycheck, but your work fulfills you. And also provides you with a paycheck. And I want to get back to the hustle. I feel like I'm getting off of the hustle, but I believe it is it is that hustle. And we, well, I just have to keep going. And I just have to keep going because this is what I'm supposed to do. But that's not what it is. It's these, it's these beliefs that we have around whatever we grew up believing. So for me, it was work equals a paycheck. And then my dad also used to say, if you wanted something, you either needed to work more, or want less, um, was how he saw it. You either don't want it anymore, you have to let it go, or you just have to work more to earn more money in order to get it. And it was that work more, that, oh, I need to put in more hours. So back before we had kids, I was working at a nonprofit, and then I decided to get a side job. So I was looking at potentially becoming a personal trainer. And so I was like, well, let me get this side job. We moved into the house that we're in now, so our mortgage went up. You know, Our monthly mortgage payments went up. And I was like, well, let me see if I can make a little extra income. So I got a side job. And that's what it was like growing up for me was my dad worked two jobs so that we could earn more money. So what did I do naturally? I got a second job so that we could make more money. So I worked at the front desk at a gym and I did that for about two years or so. And it was great. It kind of helped fill in the gaps. If I would know more about money, we probably would have saved more. But nonetheless, it it was, you know, if I want it more, I need it to work more. And that's how I related it to And now over the last year, I've really worked to break that, to really break that belief around I need to work more or want less. And I don't believe we need to want less and I don't believe we need to work more. I think we can work smart and work efficiently and not work more hours. I don't believe more hours of working equates to more income. Because then if you're working more hours and you're earning more income, are you're losing quality time. That's a whole nother, I'll go into that. But what I wanted to say was, think about how you grew up believing. Did you grow up believing that it was the hustle, that you needed to work more, that you needed to do more hours, and this was just the way life is? What did that look like for you? So for me, it was breaking the mold and saying, I don't believe that way of living. But it took me a really long time to understand that, and I still have to try to I catch myself still going back to, oh, I just need to do more, especially now working from home. It's really hard for me when I go, you know when I'm done for the day. My brain's kind of done working. I need to shut down because the work I'm going to do isn't going to serve me. It's not going to be efficient. It's not going to actually be productive. You know, I could do productive work and do busy work but is it really going to move the needle forward in my business? Is it really going to help this client for me to do these emails? Like, Is that really going to serve anybody because I'm not in a good headspace to work more? Where this belief of hustle and work more really didn't equal success really started for me was I read the book, The Four Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. So if you, it just, it flipped my world upside down as far as Oh my God, there's a way to work less and still earn good money and sometimes even more money. And I think that was really, you know, my start to be an entrepreneur and say, this is what I want to do with my life really started there. But it just, it just flipped, it flipped a turn. It changed the perspective on me. And I was seeing and reading about these people. Tim Ferriss talks about these people who basically changed how they work. And it didn't, it didn't mean they changed their jobs. It didn't mean they left work. It didn't mean they quit to run their own business. It meant they, they looked at how they wanted to work and how we actually don't, you know, Europe's got it right. We don't work officially working for eight hours a day. And I, when I was working in my old job, it was, I was getting, um, kickback for not being in my office all the time. And it was because I just had this, I was starting to get the belief and really put, implement the belief that I didn't need to be there in order to get the job done. And for some places, you know, hospitals, healthcare, all those places, you do need to be there in order to get the work done. But it doesn't mean if you want something more, if you want to start a side hustle, if you want to start another business that you can still do it within the hours that you have and to show you that it's not working more hours in order to do it. I know there are many of you in this group who have side businesses, who started your own business, who work with a network marketing company on top of your full-time job and showing you that you don't have to work more. It's not about the hours. So when you're working full-time and you're trying to build a side business, I was there before. I kept getting stuck in I don't have enough time. I'm coming home at night and I just don't have enough time. And it wasn't about not having enough time. It was not, I was not working efficiently. I wasn't looking at the things that were really going to move me forward, move my work forward, get me to work more or whatever it was. I was I was looking at, because I still had the belief that I just needed to work more hours. And if I worked more hours, then I would succeed. It's not it. I'm telling you right now, it's not it at all. So, the four-hour work week, I highly recommend it. If you're someone who just is in the belief or you're kind of where I was where I don't believe I need to work this many hours in order to be successful, um, in there is when I really started to look at, okay, how can I put in a proposal to work part-time from home? How do I do this? And how do I do this? And really started in shifting my beliefs around, I don't need to work more hours and there's a way to do this. And for me, truly, I was meant to be an entrepreneur. Is This is just the place I was meant to sit in. But uh, it's not just for entrepreneurs. It's for, he worked, he works through, he shares you stories. And if I remember correctly, actually goes through a potential process to say a trial process of I'd like to work part-time from home and how to work that out with your company. And if you can work it out and it's, it's pretty incredible. And it's just very, it was very eye opening for me. So I share that with you. Okay. The hustle, the grind, it is not where you need to live. And I don't I also don't have the belief that you need to work for years, work in a job that makes you unhappy, work in a job just to work to get a paycheck, and then say, okay, yeah, 40 years later, I'm going to retire, and then I'm going to live my life, because I don't believe in that either. I don't believe we should work miserable for 40 years, and then retire, and then say, yep, now I can live my life, and I share this with you because I've watched My parents retire in the last two years. I watched my in-laws retire in the same time frame. And again, like I said, I've watched my parents. Oh, excuse me. Stuffy nose. Thank you, allergies. But I've watched my parents, like I said, work and not work in jobs that fulfilled them and complain about work and work was simply a paycheck. And that's where my belief came from that my work would never just be a paycheck for me. And that's why if you would look at my resume, you would see, I jumped around because if I wasn't happy, I just, I knew I needed something different. That was just a belief. That was something that I held very strongly in my heart, that my work would always fulfill me and make me happy in some way, that I would serve a purpose, that I would help others, whatever that meant. Because I said, I didn't have a necessary, I have a passion that I wanted to do. But I, and then I read this book, The 4-Hour Workman, I went, oh, look, I don't, what I've always felt is true. I don't have to work eight hours every single day in order to get Uh, my life together in order to earn money, in order to do this. So I tell you this because if you're working a full-time job and you're unhappy in that full-time job, or you're trying to start a side hustle, or you signed up with a network marketing company and you're feeling like it's just, you know, they make all these promises and network marketing and even entrepreneurship provides a lot of opportunity, but you need to be willing to put in the work, but also the right kind of work. Not just work to do work, but the right kind of work. What is the work that you need to do in order to be successful? And that's the same thing you look at if you're working a full time job of saying, what do I actually need to do to be successful at my job? And then this all depends on your boss and where you are and again I'm not a career coach but if you need one I know a few I can recommend to you that if you're really looking to shift and change in careers but just I want to share with you that there's possibilities out there and if you work from home if you're someone who works from home like me and it's trying to find the consistency so what I found myself doing earlier this week was if you live in the northeast or you're in Pennsylvania you know how gloomy and awful the weather was Monday, earlier this week, Monday and Tuesday. It's been gloomy. It's been rainy. Like the sunshine came out on Wednesday and it was like, oh, I don't even know what this looks like anymore. What is sunshine? But the sunshine came out and my mood changed drastically. But what I had to sit and look at myself was on Monday, I'm telling you on Monday, I wanted to do nothing. I didn't want to do any work on Monday. I did a little bit in the morning and then I came home and I'm not going to lie to you, I finished reading a book. It was a book that will serve me in the work that I do and serve you and serve the ladies in my mastermind, but it's in stuff I want to share on the podcast. But I was near the end of this book and I was like, you know what I want to do today? I want to read a book and I want to finish this book. And that's what I did. And it was nice and relaxing, but at the same time, it was still really hard. I had to work through Oh my God, I'm not actually doing, checking things off a list. I'm not do, 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 doing. I'm being, and I'm learning, and I'm taking in information, which is all a part of my business is all things I need to do, but I wasn't doing. And I had to work through that, that guilt of, oh my God, I'm not doing. I'm not actionably doing work, but I was. And that's what I'm saying is I felt so guilty around not hustling, not doing all of the pieces. And I was like, what? I had to work through that. And then even on Tuesday, I have to look at my calendar to to share with you. But, you know, I had all these things listed that I wanted to do on Monday. I slept in, felt guilty that I slept in because I didn't do what I needed to do before the kids woke up, just didn't feel like working. But it, it served me in the long run. It served me so well in the long run. I finished that book. I got super inspired, loved it. Tuesday was another really slow day. I did a handful of things on Tuesday. And then by Wednesday, I was feeling a little bit better, had a little bit more energy. Come Thursday, yesterday, ladies, let me tell you, I sat at my desk at one o'clock. I don't think I stood up until nine o'clock. I don't think I stood up until one o'clock in the afternoon. I worked, 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 worked and it served me. If I would have tried to push through those feelings or that that energy and just said, "Let me just try to do these things." I would have maybe I would have gotten them done, but I wouldn't have been truly successful at it. I wouldn't have been productive. I probably would have had to go back and fix something. It would not have served me. And realizing that it was that slowing down and taking that time and listening to my body and listening to my energy and saying, "What is going to serve me right now?" was learning Rather than doing it was learning and it was being and just being in the moment and doing whatever doing what felt good to me served me because on Thursday I was like a freaking machine I was pumping out information I was responding to people I was getting emails I was I was following up and I was just I was on fire and I probably got more done in those what nine to one four hours than I could have gotten done in I probably got twice as much done in those four hours than I would have gotten done on Monday in four hours because I would have been pushing and I would have been pushing through this resistance and the blocks and it just wouldn't have gone over well. And that's what was so hard for me of being stifled in an office and a setting where I needed to be there, where there are those days, you ladies know them, if you've ever worked in an office where you just sit and you get nothing done and you feel lazy and you feel worthless and you feel like you didn't do anything but guess what? That's okay. We all need those days. A good mental health day is good for everybody and a day of learning. Like if you're not doing, but instead you're learning or you're watching some videos or you're taking some classes or you're at, we need those days too. It's not always about the doing. And I worked for people who said it was all about the doing. If you weren't doing, 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 and checking things off a list, you weren't working but that's not what productivity is. That's not what being successful is. That's not going to bring you success. So I come to you on a Friday saying, wow, Monday and Tuesday were really slow days, but I listened to my body. I listened to what I needed to do. I still did things. And then on Thursday, I came back with like a ferocious energy that was fantastic. I came back today. You know, it's funny. I actually didn't do too much actual like work, work. I didn't do a lot of the doing and checking things off the list, but I got a lot done and I feel really good and I'm super active and it's the energy and it's the sunshine helps too. It's sunny again today. But it was listening and knowing and saying, if I would have pushed myself on Monday, I likely would have gotten to today, burnout, exhausted, tired, frustrated, and pissed off. Instead, I came into today after, you know, this weird week. I don't know. Maybe there's a, I think there's a full moon coming, but coming into this of saying, I've got a lot of energy. And you know what I did today? I got to do the laundry. And I'm telling you, I've been working from home since last July. And I, my husband does the laundry, refused to do the laundry on a Friday. Because we usually do it on Saturdays. I'm like, no, 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 that's your chore. I'm not home from work in order to do the laundry. Well, I did the laundry last Friday. And I was like, this is actually kind of Nice. So I was able to do a little work, throw some laundry in, I ran some errands. I had to drop some things off for a client today and I had to do I had to do all these pieces. I had to go to the doctor and I left drop the kids off at school at 8:30. I didn't get home till about 10:30. But even then I got home and I I did some things. I did some work and I started some planning and I did a lot of creative work that If I would have pushed on Monday and Tuesday, I don't think I would have had the energy. I know I wouldn't have had the energy to do this creative work and the planning and the strategy stuff that I needed to do today. Because no matter what you do or who you are, there's times where you need to sit and learn and read and take in information. There are times where you need to take the action and check things off the to-do list and get through things and be, you know, as many people say, productive. These are the all, all productive things. But it's those action items and those things. There are times where you need to do that. And then there are times where you need to sit and strategize and plan and, and do those sorts of things. There are the, you need to make space for all of these things. It's not just about the doing and the taking the action and the doing things. It's all of these pieces combined together that create success, success in life success in work, success in business. You need all of these aspects in order to bring them together. And if we constantly focus on the hustle and the doing and the checking things off the list, we lose time for the learning and the educating and the breaks and the mental health, like, you know, taking mental health days and taking care of ourselves. And then we lose out on strategizing. If you have no vision, life or work or business, if you have no vision, you don't know where you're going. You don't know really what actions to take without the vision. So you need those times where you're being visionary and you're being strategic. And if you are a leader, if you own a business, if you are in network marketing, whatever it is you're doing, if you don't have a vision of where you want to go, you can't get yourself there. You can't get your employees to come with you. You can't get you can't get your family to come with you if you don't have a vision of where you want to go. So you need those times And you need to give yourself space for all of those things. It's not just about the doing. And the same goes for exercise. It's not constantly pushing yourself to go and to work hard every single day and to push, 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 push. It's about the days where you push really hard. It's about the days where you take a step back and relax and maybe don't do anything or you do yoga or you go for a walk. It's about the days where you move mindfully. It's about those other days where you push. It's not about doing the same thing every single day. Ladies, if you haven't really thought about it, I'm not going to go into it, but look, we work on a 28-day cycle. We are women. We have hormonal cycles. There are times of the month where we can push and go. There are times of the month where we want to sit back and do nothing, and there are times of the month where we want to be strategic and be visionary and dream. Lean into those times and realize that it's okay to be in those different phases, and that if you're constantly pushing and it doesn't feel good and you're constantly, you know, you're doing things but you feel like you're going up against a wall because it doesn't feel right, then now's are the moments you need to stop because it's not always about the hustle. The hustle is a piece of it, but if you're hustling all the time, exhaustion, burnout, tired, frustration, those are the moments where you're yelling at your kids, where you can't wait to get that glass of wine at the end of the day, those are the days where you're pushing too hard. Those are the days where you need to take a step back or those moments in life, whatever it is. So realize it's not constantly about the push. It's not about the doing. Life is more about who you're being, your emotions, your feelings. How do you want to feel in life? And less about what you are actually doing. I want to feel happy, peaceful, open, and calm. Those are my core desired feelings. And those are the things that I strive for. I don't always live in them. I get frustrated. I get angry. I get tired. I get exhausted, but I continue to strive to go back to those. And when you discover what those are, that's where you can live. And that's the being versus the doing. It's not a constant push. We're not supposed to constantly be pushing. We're supposed to take days off and take rest and take vacations, like real vacations where we actually relax and feel good and come back and recharged and refreshed. And that's what I wanted to share with you today, that hustling and pushing and going, you know, doesn't always lead, it doesn't lead to success. We need to listen to our bodies. We need to listen to how we're feeling and we need to focus on who we're being, more about who we're being and less about what we're actually doing. So I hope you guys found this valuable. I hope it kind of got you thinking and saying, Nikki, what the hell are you talking about being versus doing? But if you didn't understand it or you have any questions or thoughts, just let me know. Um, If you're on the podcast, uh, DM me, send me a message, uh, hop in the Facebook group. If you're in the Facebook group for Working Moms, uh, leave me a comment below the video. Let me know, answer any questions. Um, I just hope you guys have a tremendous, tremendous weekend. Um, we're enjoying the sunshine sunshine here in Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm gearing up for some really great things coming in June in another two weeks, I'll really be talking about it, and I want to talk a lot to um, the summer and the summer with our kids. This is my second summer with my kids working from home, and I learned a lot last summer, and I'm implementing things a little bit differently this summer and I I want to do a whole thing about helping you as a working mom, especially if you work from home or you're a teacher and you're going to be home with your kids or you work part time and your kids are just going to be home from school and you're, you know, stressed out and like freaking out about it. Uh, Like I was, I know I'm no longer am. I was for a while really freaking out about what I was going to do and what it was going to look like, but I'm not anymore. Um. I want to give you some of the tools that I put into my toolbox last summer, and then some of the tools I'm re-implementing this year, and then new things that I'm looking to really focus on this year to kind of really help you as a mom, as a working mom, really make the most of our summer. It's, you know, we like to say it's three months. Really, it's more like two, two and a half months, and we want to do a lot, but at the same time, it's very stressful being home with the kids and making sure they don't become TV zombies and iPad zombies over the summer. So I want to help you get out of that and enjoy your summer and have fun and have quality time with your kids and not be burnt out and exhausted and ready to kick them out the door in September. So I've got some really awesome things coming up. I'm really excited about it. And then the mastermind is reopening uh, at the end of June. Um... This workshop is going to lead into the opening of the mastermind. We've been working together for two and a half months now with the ladies in it currently. Uh, We're going to reopen it at June in June so that we'll start in July. I already have the first three months of uh, stuff planned out. We're going to have a parenting expert uh, coming in in July and talking to us, you know, piggybacking off what I'm going to be talking about is really making the most of your summer with your kids. Um. Then we're going to have a a dear friend of mine, a woman who does yoga and mindfulness and meditation, and she works a lot with kids, and she's got two little kids, um, and yoga has really changed her life as far as a mother, and she's gonna be talking to us in August, and August is gonna be focusing on yoga and health and fitness and mindfulness and how we can help our kids, not just us, but how we can use yoga and mindfulness to also help our children, because it's vital if we give them those tools now, it's only going to serve them uh, for a lifetime, and I've been working on those those tools for myself and my husband. I haven't really implemented them much with my children, so I'm excited for that for August, and then September. Uh, my goal is to have somebody who's going to join us and talk about hormones and nutrition and health and how we as women and our hormones. Like I said, that 28 day cycle I went. Um, I have a few folks in mind I want to reach out to, but I really want to work on what that will look like. So there's a ton of stuff coming up. I'm like, this is what I was talking about. I was in creation mode today and just building and planning and really looking forward to what's going to come out of my business to help you, to help you as working moms really make the most of your life and to really not just help us, but creating this community of working moms because we can't live this world alone and when we come together And not just coming together to complain about being a working mom, but coming together to grow. And that's what the mastermind is for. The mastermind is for women who are looking to grow and be surrounded by other like-minded working moms who are dealing with similar issues and similar feelings and similar emotions and how we can work together and, you know, a place where, you know, how many, how many of you have a place where you can go where nobody else, you know, somebody gets you. You know, your kids can go to school, you've got your husband, but do you have an outlet for other moms who are doing what you're doing? You know, we're working moms, we're busy, you know, going to a mom's group is pretty much not even possible. That's why this is all online. That's why the masterminds all going to be online because we're busy. We don't have time, but we still need tribe. You know, we need a village. It takes a village to raise a family. Well, guess what? It takes a village to support a mom in order to raise that family. And, you know, we're not surrounded by a village. Many of us aren't surrounded by a village. Some, Many of us, our families aren't nearby. I want this mastermind to be your village, to be your village so that you can grow and thrive and feel good as a mom and no longer feel exhausted or burnt out or frustrated. So I went on a tangent that I wasn't expecting to go on, but this is the mastermind. It's opening up at the end of June. Uh, I'm going to be doing a workshop on how to, um, my six ways to enjoy the summer with your children. Um, And that's what I'm going to be talking about. Then we'll lead into the mastermind. And then the mastermind is going to lead into just a whole ton of stuff. But really it's it's learning and growing and being surrounded by like-minded women. That's the goal of it. And that's what I'm looking for. So All right, I got to go pick my kids up from school or they're not going to have a parent there to get them. So have an amazing weekend. Happy Friday. If you're listening on the podcast, have a great week. And I will talk to you all later. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.